nature of this program. Discretion is advised. You are listening to Dunson on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's a very special episode today. The thoughts and opinions expressed here are not those of RFB, and they may not even be our own. We just say shit. And if you'd like to say shit, too, call 718-928-9732, where you can say shit, too. As I mentioned, we're having a very special episode today. Welcome, Lori. Hello. Lori is a very tiny person. I did just have to adjust the microphone. Yes. Uh, this is the song you picked. Yes. Because um, I'm here because I want to dip my toes back into the dating scene. So why not start off with being on Pat's show? Makes total sense. So that was pretty much the premise right there. <laughs> yes, and this is definitely the wrong place, so why not? Yeah, no, this is definitely the wrong place. We'll even explore <laughs> the, uh, the lyrics to this song later, um, but we'll just have it low in the back. I also want to say that, as always, Bull is with us. Hey, how are you? The one, the only, my yep. one and only, <laughs> the Bull. Who's that? Yeah. Who's that better? Loved. Yeah. Oh, you want every time? Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do y'all know this movie? I've never saw the movie. Really? Well, that's what it's all about. It's the guy hunting down the girl looking for love. Wait, what happens? John Travolta's looking for love. And so is Sissy Spacek. Or not Spacek. Uh, Sissy's the girl's name. What's her name? Was it Deborah Winger? There you go. Yeah. Yep. Where is she now? Deborah Winger. I don't know. She's lost in the cobwebs. Okay. Well, where does he look for her? Like, where in a does bar, he, a don't... big bar, a big rodeo bar, country bar. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess we should use our imagination that we are in a yeah. rodeo bar. Um, a rodeo bar might be as effective <laughs> as here. <laughs> If not better. I mean. Okay, so where is the closest rodeo bar? Well, this one, this one they're singing about is in Houston. It has a, a buck and bull. It's got a real rodeo ring in it. A uh, big dance hall. It's huge. It was huge. It's closed now. But what was it called? Gillies. Did you ever go? Can't talk about it. You slut. Can't talk about it. <laughs> you gilly billy hoe. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Did you go? I can't talk about it. You've told me about we'll gillies, you haven't you? Sure have. And. So I don't know about any rodeo bars around no, here. No. No. Okay. 
Um, but you wish you did. This is about Lori. Yeah. And my um, look for that, search for that cowboy, maybe, urban cowboy, although I'm not looking for John Travolta. <laughs> really? Specifically not John no. Travolta? <laughs> no, I'm not. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking for? Okay, so, um, yeah, I, I'm looking for somebody who is closer to my age, because, like, I've dated, okay, so... I, my last, the one that I dumped a few weeks ago, he was like, we're like 18 years apart. So I'm looking for somebody who's close to my age. But I don't want somebody who's like a lot older than me because the last long-term relationship before him, the friends, which actually is a friends of benefit relationship, that guy was born in 1951. So I don't want somebody like, a lot older than me. I don't want anybody a lot younger than me, but somebody who's like closer to my age. Sure. Yeah. So I know only that someone was 18 years away from you and the other one was born in 1951, but I don't like know what 15. your age. Okay. Um, well, you can just say the age group you're interested in. You don't have to okay, say your all age. All right. Okay. You yeah, can. Give a span. Okay. So my span, um, my wingspan, um, when I take <laughs> off, um, my, my span is, okay. So nobody, Born before 1961, nobody born before 1975. I know realistically, you know, I set my parameters, but I know that, you know, people always like look like beyond the parameters and they'll say like, oh, um, can you, I was born 1976, you know, can you like, can I fudge in, you know, or I'll say like, oh, I want somebody, you know, that's like geographically based in like, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens, and someone was like, "Oh, I'm from like um the Bronx or New Jersey. Can I fudge in?" And mm. so you know, there's this there's the fudge factor. <laughs> yeah, you can narrow it down later. <laughs> what was the fudge factor? <laughs> because like even though I you know I've have like strict perimeters, you know, like um. She wants someone closer, but if they're a little bit far away, that's okay. That's that's okay, but no, I I have my preferences, and I have to like, you know, just be sh- strict with my preferences because then people would always say like, right. oh, you know, like, eh, I'm like close enough because like the last time, like nine or ten years ago, when I was on the OK Cupid, and a lot of you know guys who would be on OK Cupid trying to reach out for me. You know, I would say, you know, I, I I was hoping, I have a feeling that people, like, I don't know how guys are really different than gals, but, like, from my experience is that um, I could tell that even though I wrote a lot of, like, what I'm like, what I'm looking for, blah, 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 on my profile, none of the guys look at it. It's like, okay, um, I like her looks, you know, I have this, you know, you know, Asian stereotype fantasy without even reading what I'm into. And um, then they would just start, like, you know, hitting me up on OK Cupid. So, and a lot of them say, like, oh, you know, I am, um, you know, as I said, they're like, they're trying to, like, reach out for me. And even though it's not particularly what I'm looking for, what I'm about, it's like the whole, like, perimeters. And so it's like a lot of fudge factor. And, um, there's a lot of 
fudge. <laughs> a lot of a lot. bullshit. Yep. Yes, there's a lot of fudge. Yeah. Lots of But profiles yeah. suck. When you see a huge profile, I don't want to look at I don't want to read it all. Oh I yeah. Don't know. What do you usually do? We're talking about No, her. what do you do? No, I just scan <laughs> he over goes, it. He goes he goes yeah. to um Gillies. <laughs> yeah. Get on a Come fucking ball. No. <laughs> what do you do? No, I mean I would just scan over it, look at you know, maybe the first paragraph or a few sentences Wrong and see what's fucking going on. answer. What are you Whatever. doing looking at these? Shut up. <laughs> Talk to Lori. God damn. Fucking whore. Idiot. What is he doing looking at this shit? I'm telling you, in the past. Oh, you didn't tell me in the past until I pointed out that you were using the present tense. <laughs> All right, never mind. I'll just Where you here. got profiles? I said when I have looked. Maybe no, I didn't say have. present tense. You okay. said when I look. Actively, this is about Lori. Don't no, mess, it's not. mess it up. We're, so you only read the first profile. Of I'm the just giving current. a guy's point of view. All right, women you're working on, not all guys. Uh huh. Talk to her. <laughs> ask her the questions. I've got time for both of you. No. Yes. <laughs> and this tiny, tiny studio because yeah. I like I envisioned something like at least like up to where that Other wall, wall beyond this. Like there's a glass door, and yeah. then um, but then. There's a hallway, and like I see the wall where the hallway is, so I expected the studio because I've listened to your show, not every single episode, but Why a not? lot of. Oh, no tripping me. <laughs> I've but listened to a, a lot, many, many of your shows, so, and there are times in which you have like five guests in the room. Yeah. So, and like, They're how can you stick? Here. How do you manage to stick five guests um, in here? Because, like, because I've walked. <laughs> Um, like in, in Chinatown, I think um on Canal Street, like one of, I've walked by like one of these like um mini malls, and then you walk by, and I think there's like a podcast studio in one of the mini malls, and from looking just peering into the glass, you know, because why is it all glass? The glass doors, um, it's like oh, they, it looks a little, a little bit larger than this studio right here so um yeah i'm just envisioning something very different i like the color scheme it's like you got this like burnt orange you got this like pale um <laughs> um it's like sort of like a light blue sort of like a grayish pale get light her back blue. on track get her back on track <laughs> <laughs> no i enjoy watching this also this is radio it's not a very visual medium exactly. so it doesn't matter what yeah, it looks like i'm describing like. i'm describing yeah. what it looks like because restraint yeah uh, and if you'd like to talk to yola maybe about a date you can call 718 yeah. Uh, yeah. If you'd like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing this is live. If you'd like to talk to Lori, call 718 928 9732. God, what kind of host are you? Oh, man. Because, because we know it's a joke. We know dating's a joke. Call in, y'all. 718 so there's Bar Rodeo, Gem Saloon, Johnny Utah's. This is what came up when I wrote Rodeo Bar near me. Yeah. I have a theory none of these are rodeo bars. Yeah. Um, well, probably they're probably not. just Western bars. Yeah. 
So you want to date somebody that's going to call in today? Hopefully. Uh, yes. Now, I understand that there must be some sort of fudge factor and they should be between 56 and 45. Or am I bad no, at no, math? No, no, no. You're bad at math. Or so am I. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, maybe you are. Actually, you're pretty good. But somewhere. You said it. Okay, 56 to 40, uh, 40. 45 to 56. Or oh, that's, that's a good rough estimate, you know, fudge factor here. So, like, as I said, like, you know, somewhat close to my age, um, but not. You don't have to be super, super nerd. Because, like, I'm not saying, oh, you have to be exactly, okay, like, within the, the two-year range. Because, obviously, I'm not giving you, giving a two-year range. beyond age. Because- yeah. <laughs> but at least it's, like, at least it's more closer to, you know, to, like, the, the dude that I just dumped who's, like, 18 years younger than me. And when I was in my early 30s, I had a, a long-term benefit relationship with a guy who was born... In fifty one, so you know, so sure. now I'm, I'm looking for someone that's yeah. a bit more closer because I've never like dated anybody m- my age before because like my first boyfriend I was like he was eighteen and I was like twenty one or twenty two so I've always is it dated. an immature thing and a mature thing or just the age for you? Um, I heard you, but um, could you could you rephrase right. that? Yeah, I'm like saying different words. I'm a little confused by what you said. The younger person immature for you, or the older guy was too mature. Okay, well, um, the okay. So when I was a teen and early teen teenager and 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 twenties, obviously having a right. lot of crushes on like yeah, older yeah. guys. So I, I had this fantasy, you know, you know, when I was you know teens, twenties, and then the thirties, I actually got a relationship from an older guy, and then it's like. Oh, that's not. Just because you're older doesn't mean that you're mature, sure. emotionally well, mature. Yeah. And I learned from that point. And noted. yeah, and now and then on the other side, it's like you know when I began the dating the guy I just thumped because mm-hmm. he's 18 years younger. Initially, I was initially I was cool with being the sugar mama, oh. but then I I, I just. It's like, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to be mom. Yeah. But I don't want, but I don't want the much older guy because I've experienced the older guy. Sure. And you know, just because you're older doesn't necessarily mean that you're more emotionally or more mature, just in general. So for a change, I want yeah. somebody who's like in my age group for a change. What do you think, dear Abby? I think She's made it very juicy. She keeps saying this guy dumped two weeks ago. Sugar mama, 18 years old. Like, I mean, everything about this is saying there's a fucking story. And I'm trying to be respectful and not ask more. But Well, I mean, she's here. She's open to anything, I'm sure. Is there a story? Oh, yeah. But I think you know a little bit about it. A little, a little, a little, a little bit about it. Hold on. Let's get a phone number in before we... Yes. 718-928-9732. Oh. Right here, org. You can download the app if you don't already have it. This is done, son. Call 718-928-9732. We good? Okay. Go on. Yeah, about <laughs> my... Fucking energy thief. Oh. Wait, no. am I an energy thief? Him. I am. Okay. But aren't you supposed to like, put, like, shield yourself? Oh, I was like trying to like you know run over here, making sure it wasn't late, and you know 
I do have those like your know, ointments, you know, those energy shield ointments. They don't necessarily protect against coronavirus, maybe, but like, you know. So it's psychic protection, but not germs. Yeah. Although, um, did you see my? Um, I know it's like super long, but I did post on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. Um, this Taoist priest, you know, making like a doing this whole ritual and spell against coronavirus. Um, but I have not done that because I have no skills at all. So, but, you know, I'm thinking of, part of me wants to join that cult, but like. Which cult? The, um, it's called, um, it's a, here's a YouTube channel. It's called Tinyat Dragon. So I just want to point out that we were about to get some juicy shit and now we're talking about YouTube channels. But it's 718-928-9732. Tell her about your breakup, breakup. Miss Nosy wants to hear. Oh, okay. Anything you want to share and you can be discreet. Okay, let's see. Well, he's he's clearly not accepting my, my dump because he keeps on calling me every single day. More than once a day. I don't necessarily pick up because I told him like nothing after 8.30 p.m., but he's forgetting. So he, a lot of times he calls me after around, you know, after 9 p.m. And uh, what what else? And um, yeah, he's by his calling behavior, he keeps on calling me. And yeah, we talk because like he makes a great boyfriend but i'm being ambitious i'm looking for not that i want to get married like within the next two months i have no i don't have a timetable for that because my intention is just to work you know make friends and date casually and if by some weird fortune that to the i get mr right okay cool but i have very low expectations so Right now is to like focus on myself and, you know, make friends and, you know, not and date as in like, oh my God, I got got a a boyfriend, I mean, sorry, a husband, like in two months. No, I'm not looking for that. I just want, I just want a friend. But my ultimate goal is like somebody that I can take to mom and dad who are very, very old um, and... You know, so I feel like I feel like there's a deadline because I want to show to mom and dad that hey, I actually found somebody that you like. Um, because oh. yeah, because they're like in their late eighties and they're starting to have health problems. I mean, they can like, you know, they're not hospitalized, but they have what? My dad has like Parkinson's, and my mom has like high blood pressure and. They both have arthritis. One of them has osteoarthritis. One is rheumatoid. And then my mom, she kind of like has this like tiny, tiny little voice because I guess um, she has no air in her lungs. I don't know how that works, but um, what, why she has no air in her lungs. She has this really, really tiny voice now. Um, She always didn't have a a tiny voice, but as an old woman, she does. Um, Mentally, they're still good. Um, my aunt has dementia, but like mentally, mom and dad is still good. Oh yeah, and of course, both of them have hearing problems. So yeah, and they, and of course, they shuffle when they walk. Except for my dad, because he has Parkinson's. So 
I feel so that's why I feel like there's like a deadline. You know, they're not sending. I'm sending a deadline, not my mom and dad. You know, and I've been with um so-called dump the boyfriend I dumped for like nine years. Oh, you've been with him for nine years. Nine years. That's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. But um, right. and uh, why did I say a long time in that accent? Um, so um, I I've been saying to you know most recent ex um get a day job. It's like when we started dating like nine years ago. I think he did have a day job or like no, he actually was like a temp. Yeah. So he, he was like a temp. He, like he, before we started dating, he, he. I guess he must have ended like a, a day job, and then there've been, you know, he's been a temp like for M and N and for some like package delivery place, mm-hmm. and also he worked not as a temp but a short job, and he got fired from um this um I guess a liquor. A liquor store. You're not just um, a temp if you get fired quickly. I know that. So he was not a temp. He was, but when I was working for the liquor store, he did get fo- let go. Um, what for? I'm a s- good question. I'm assuming that the owner was was more concerned about the his image or the comp- or the store's images and and um, you know last boyfriend. Um, he's a major pothead. So, um, I guess the liquor store owner is like, oh, we kind of potheads, you know, coming stone to our store. So maybe, I mean, that's what I'm guessing, but I've never been to the store. I've never met the owner. So I'm just making a conjecture. So you never found out why he was fired? No. You never found out what they said? No, I'm just making a conjecture. But your assumption is that because he came to work high, it's because they don't want an image of potheads. <laughs> I was I'm getting. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's, a fair. Thing. that's a thing. Fair enough. But yeah. Are you okay with a smoker? Okay, tobacco <laughs> smoker. Uh, no, no, but like... Okay, the way okay, the way I feel about weed, um, is I know like, you know, a lot of people here into weed, but my personal, you know, to be honest, because I'm looking for somebody, is that I'm not against weed, but after nine years of living with a pothead, like, no, I don't want to date a pothead. I'm willing to date a pot dabbler, like the New Year's yeah. thing, or somebody who does it like every. Like it, it takes like forty five mu- months. Does it? Did I say months? Days. Days. Days for it to like drain out of your system when you get tested. So right. I guess to space it like more than forty five days, and that you should spend your life more days sober than stoned, which is very, very different than you know, last ex-boyfriend because he was perpetually stoned. You know. Did you ever get high too? Yes, I have. Many, many times. But, but not at pothead level. But it's a dabbler s- level. Yeah. <laughs> right on. I love it, dabbler level. Yeah. I'm definitely pothead level. So I guess we're not going to date. No. <laughs> no. Not seriously, anyway. No. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because I get high a lot. I, do, can yes. you, do you know that about me? I know that about you. And I've known that about like, you know, some, I don't know about all of your exes, but I, you know, we know like me and last ex-boyfriend know that one of your, at least one, more than one, but I'm thinking just one particular one who clearly was very, very potty. Deep. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to turn off all the mics. You're going to say his name real quick. Go. Okay. (laughs) I had a feeling it was that one. (laughs) No one ever heard it. Yeah, we'll call him Potty. I like it. Yeah, I definitely dated a Potty guy. He's a Potty guy. Oh, man. But he's not the only Potty guy, but that's the one I think of. You know, but he was very potty. But I know yeah. he's not your only potty guy. But he was also very, very. Unless, unless, unless there was somebody else who was as potty as. Yeah. Yeah. You know, potty. Who's like number. Was it like a number two? Like, was somebody. I'm going to tell neck, you the truth. Neck I and knew, neck with. I knew who you were going to say. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I there know. isn't. This, um. Well, okay. Yeah. I could think of somebody that like pot also, but not the way. No, that's just him again. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's number one in pottiness. Okay. I can't. No, I mean, maybe in like college, I can think of somebody or another person. You can call 718 Bull wants you to yes, know that. Yes. And, and tell us um, who is your most potty friend. Yeah. Or, or boyfriend. just ask Lori some questions. About a date. That's right. Lori, ask Lori. For a date at 718 928 9732. Mm, that nobody's interested. I know. I'm no, don't long. take it personally. We don't get a lot of yeah, calls so when I'm not live there's, there's like one person who might call, and I don't think that they would call for a date. So, no. um, could you think of movie trivia? Like, what movie is the song from? That's way off track. But Anyway. Some urban cowboy's gonna call me and say, Come on, dear Abby, think of some questions. I've got a million. (laughs) Yeah, all right. But before I do that, I want to say that Sisters with Purpose seeks to empower women and their families by providing resources that will help them develop necessary skills to become engaged community participants. On March 28th, they will be hosting their annual Women's History Luncheon to honor the amazing women and their, nope, in their community. For more information, check out sisterswithpurpose.net. Sisterswithpurpose.net. Mm. What? Nothing. What do you. Mm. Period. Mm. It's just period. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> A period. So you can identify one. Yeah. Radio Free Brooklyn's Drive to Five fundraising campaign is underway. In May, RFB turns five years old, and we need to raise $25,000 so we can continue bringing you commercial-free independent radio for another five years. And we're only about 30% there, so we have a long way to go in just a couple months. If you'd like to make a small monthly donation to help us reach our goal, the easiest way to give is to text RFB Give 5, the number 5, that's RFBGIVE5, to 444-321. And you can make a pledge right on your phone. We also have some great gifts for giving available on our website, including a limited edition T-shirt designed by former Clash manager Cosmo Vinyl. If you'd like to get one of these premiums, you can make your donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. 
org slash drive to five. And if you can't afford to give, but you still want to let us know how much you love us by calling our special voicemail, call 718 now 718-673-8201. Again, 718-673-8201 and leave us a message letting us know why you love RFB or to wish us a happy birthday. And if you can send your message, maybe played on the air. Yeah, amazing. Whoo, Radio Free Brooklyn. Dashi. Amazing words. All of this. Ready? Let's hear it. Okay. Let's. <laughs> There's pronunciation. Wow. Wow. We need to do copy practice at home. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Is that a kink Been thing? <laughs> what? Go on. Okay. At Radio Free Brooklyn, we always welcome new neighbors. Dashi, a new American restaurant and cafe specializing in Japanese and Asian comfort foods, has just opened at 119 Ingram Street, only a few blocks from the Morgan L Stop. They've got great dishes, noodles, rice dishes, small plates, and salads. And if you want a hamburger or BLT, they've got that too. They're open every day, most days from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., and you can order online from Grubhub, Postmates, or DoorDash. Check them out at dashibrooklyn.com or stop by Dashi and welcome them to the hood. Tell them RFB sent you. Dory Dash? What? No, this is the thing that we've looked at the menu <laughs> for. Dory Dash. I did not. Yeah, you did. Did I? You go for it. Whatever. We've got apps. We've got newsletters. Check them out. I believe in you. Our radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're back. So that's all the coffee. I think that was what twenty minutes of coffee. It was. Yeah. I was yeah. like sort of daydream because when is it going to be over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. I had to resist the urge to say how much of that describes your last relationship, and then I, and then you said, "Go on." So now I had to say it. She's like, "When will this be over?" And I was like, "How much of that?" And I was like, "No, don't say that." And you saw it, and you're like, "Say it." So this is on you. <laughs> this is on you. You're the choker. What? You're the choker. What choker? Choking. What are you talking about? Reading, getting it out, spitting that it out. That is not relevant. Wait, I, I didn't hear choker. I heard toker. Oh. You are the toker. That's also true. But I'm the only one that's high now. So I'm the <laughs> only one that has any excuse for being <laughs> this boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you. Yeah, whatever. Um. All right. So what made you reach out to me to come on here and do this and be like, come on. Let's- because I know that, um, okay, I have to be honest, but you only have five people listening to your show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I figured like, okay, um, why not? Ha- this? You need a topic. And even though I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do my research ahead of time and say, oh, does Kat have an actual topic? Lined up, I just kind of like assumed. You're the topic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's different every week. Do you not want to be the topic? Because we can talk about anything else. Mm. But if you want to indulge my five listeners and give them all the juice, let's do that. <laughs> and one of you five can date Lori, Lori by calling 718 <laughs> She's not high, by the way. Nine, seven, no. Who's not high? You aren't. I'm not. You didn't smoke before we got out of the car. <laughs> I'm 
looking at your eyes. Uh, she's not I. The funny oh. thing is how much I smoked before we left the house. But yeah. if he thinks I'm Once. not high, then I'll take it. Well, I mean, never mind. Go on. I want to go to Dashi right now. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. That's rent money. Yeah. Okay. Some one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. Speaking about houses. Okay, so you're a pet owner. So when the inevitable comes, how are you going to... Be you have a how are you gonna be tra- quarantined, Trixie, when you can't walk her when you're like quarantined? How does that work? I'm so glad that the inevitable is some sort of apocalypse and not just my dog dying at, of old age. No, I, I think you. I think you'll be able to go outside when they say quarantine. I don't think they mean. I think you know what I'm saying. I don't. You think can't you can go, outside. go outside. Yeah, because that would be just. Meaning the total air is saturated. No. I think you can go outside, just not amongst a bunch of people. I don't know. Right? That wouldn't be quarantined, though. Well. Yeah, that's not what a quarantine is. I mean, if you go outside, there's no one really in front of our house. You go out like, and I think people dog. are opening their windows, and that's it. They're not, like, going out. Yeah, but it, that gets to... Disp- I don't know. I don't know either. What I do know is my dog doesn't poop inside, unless... She's yeah. mad at us. Yeah, she did that the other day. Yeah. That was a mad poop. Yeah. That was fuck you poop. <laughs> exactly what that was. Fuck you poop? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. were on the other side of the door and I was on this side. I mean, you think that's what that was? to pinch off a Tootsie Roll right there on the, on the floor. Yeah, it was weird. She's never done that. Well... It was weird because I was in the bathroom when yeah. it happened. Yeah. But I mean, if she does go to the bathroom, she go, does it, you know, closer to the door. <laughs> and she know. did it at the door to the bathroom. Yeah. So I do see what you're saying about she, it being fuck you poop. She wanted us to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, you're going to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Are you? Oh, it must be nice to be able to go to the bathroom whenever yeah. you fucking want to. Exactly. That's how I saw it. And then she uh, shat, right? Yeah. We're both of us. Could easily step yeah, in. When I got up, it was right there. <laughs> it's like stop sign. Wow. See, and I thought it was something innocent, uh-uh. but the way you break it down, it does seem like fuck you. Poop. I mean, it was just one little. It's not a normal, you know, bowel movement like she do, usually does. It was just one little stick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just a little reminder, like I got to go fucking too, you know. Yeah. Okay, so that's true. How about pets? Um, I'm open to pets, but I'm the way I grew up. I'm I wasn't a pet owner, so it'd be a new territory for me. I'm open. I, I it would be you know very 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 new. I'll be I'm very I'll be very unexperienced. But hey, pets are cool. I open to yeah. open to pets. Um, do you still have a giant picture above your bed? Yes, and that's horrible feng shui because even though I don't have a compass or, you know, or a, I don't, my Chinese is horrible. I'm going to wing the pronunciation Lopan, L-U-O-P-A-N, okay? So um, what is a regular compass or the feng shui compass? Like, I don't know exactly where my north and south is, but I'm just getting a reasonable guess. So I believe that the big humongous poster of last boyfriend is in my career corner, which is really bad because I guess I've devoted 
the past nine years. Now, but my career, because I, I'm not career oriented to begin with. So I guess I devoted the energy I could have devoted to my career. I devoted to taking being the sugar mama. Mm-hmm. So and taking care of um, non no day job, you know. Right. Pothead. <laughs> I've got one of those. <laughs> what did you say? I said I've got one of those. You've got <laughs> one of those. Yeah. Wow. Well. Wow. Wait, you said you have a sugar mama, or you were a sugar mama? No, I am the sugar mama. Yeah, you're the sugar mama. Yeah. <laughs> Her non-working pothead. Oh man. Yeah, busted. Uh, Get a job. <laughs> Now's not the time yeah. for jobs. You want to talk about it next week? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about it next week. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just mean now's not the time. For- sure. oh. oh, here we go. Hello. Turn your radio down. How's it going? You looking for a date? Your radio is a little loud. We're hearing the echo. Yeah, I just like hearing that. Sorry. It's my favorite part of the show. Cool. What is your favorite part of the show? (laughs) (laughs) This is your favorite part. (laughs) I'd be like a trained seal just to like, like try to make him laugh if I heard you so. That's nice. Who what? You what? You what? You hired me. No, I didn't. Is this the part of the show where you hang up on me? No. Oh. Oops. Hi, Lori. Hello. Are you interested in a date? (laughs) Are you, like, between... You wouldn't want to date me, trust me. Why? Never believe anyone that says, trust me. Um, good point, good point. What do you do? You said you... Um, I'm a sugar uh, mama. You didn't space all, you, you daydream. What do you date when, when, when um, the hosts are being boring? Oh, my host is never boring. Cat, she's never boring. No, he's talking about when she was reading the copy. Oh, I was... Initially, like paying attention, but then because it kept going on and on and on, (laughs) then of course, because I um, space out all the time. So that's why I should not be driving. I mean, technically, I have my license, but I haven't driven ever since I moved to New York. And I would be a horrible driver because I space out all the time. And you need to be very focused when you're driving in Manhattan because of Manhattan pedestrian traffic. You don't want to run everybody over. So. Yeah, I space out all the time. Is that what you're spacing out about? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm sort of, I mean, I don't, one of the reasons why I don't do drugs all the time, I'm just like, a, you know, like here in the news, the dabbler, you know, news time, and that's about it. It's that, um, as I'm high on life, that's what my um, 
la- the last boyfriend I dumped, you know, he would say that I was. He said, "Yola, you're not even stoned. Why are you like?" Because I would just be my normal goofball self. So, um, I guess I'm like naturally high, high on life, whatever you call it. But yeah, I do spaced out all the time. I'm always like in a different world, and people have to bring me back to to. So, um, why are you, why are you calling me? Why are you calling? Are you, do you want a date? You said you don't want a date. You said you don't want, you know, but I'm just wondering <clears throat> what's your motivation and who are you? Are you really anonymous? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> totally innocent. I'm anonymous and you're charming. I know. I am charming. That's exactly right. I am Princess Charming. But I'm not high maintenance. I'm not high maintenance. I don't know what I consider, if other people consider me medium maintenance or low maintenance. But I'm not high maintenance. I do have certain standards, though. Like what? You're just a dabbler. I'm just a what? Dabbler. A dabbler. Like, um. A pot dabbler. Um, a weed dabbler. Oh, I mean, t- I mean, you know, okay, so my current job, um, first few weeks, I thought that we were going to get weed drug tested, but we haven't because I'm, I have a desk job and I thought that everybody who works for the DOT would get, gets drug tested, but I guess the people who, like, people who work in, who are the, um, work with machinery and and cars and and stuff like that. Who, you know, I guess those jobs are more high risk than what I do is a desk job. So I guess from and then when I read the fine print, it's like oh, so I guess desk job people that they only test you if you are more than obvious, as in like reeking with talking about weed all the time and reeking with weed and just looking at stone all the time. But like, if you are very discreet and nobody can tell, I guess you're not, you know, you won't get tested. So, you know, that means I'm free to do weed, you know, up to as much as I want to do, (laughs) you know. Free to do. do Do you work in Manhattan? Where do you work? I work in Manhattan at, um... I work for the DOT, but I don't work at 55 Water Street. I Maybe work. don't say where you do yeah. work. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not the building. So, but I don't work at the main building. And, oh, I just, was it this morning or like last night? I found out recently from my sister that there is somebody in the main building at 55 Water Street who is, um, who did test positive for coronavirus. And I said to my sister, like, how do you know? You don't, you work for Parks and Recreation. And she said, like, oh, oh a friend of hers has a friend in DOT. So that's how, even though I have no idea who this person is who got infected, um, you know, rumor, rumor spreads quickly fast. You know, information spreads, you know, this is not through the internet. It's, it's just word of mouth and text, you know, so people know about this. So um, how about you? You you know anybody who's infected or know of, know of a friend of a friend? 
Um, yeah, I think uh, what I wanted to say was about uh, truth and lies. There's that, uh, that when... Um, but, oh, what is it? That, um, by the time the truth gets on its pants, puts on its pants, the lies halfway around the world or something like that. I'm, I'm, I didn't say it right. But it makes sense. So, yes, I, um, I do know someone that's infected, but they're not in New York. Okay. Where are they? So, uh, I'm not allowed to release that. We're all going to get infected anyway, so you know, doesn't matter where you are. What do you mean we're all going to get infected anyway? Please tell me you don't have it. And you're just like, we're all going to get it anyway. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like I'm, I know I'm trying not to manifest. My, my um, you know, last boyfriend, he would he would keep on saying, like, I'm a great manifester for better or worse. Because, like, half a day or, like, you know, in, or the day before, um, I, you know, as, as I told you in my, you know, Last the boyfriend I dump he he calls me all the time and we were talking and I said like oh I wonder if any celebrity is going to get it he's like don't manifest that and then the next day look what happened Tom Hanks mm. why did you pick Tom Hanks you monster <laughs> I know he is sacred he sounds like a keeper he he's doing four syllable words why did you dump him the boyfriend <laughs> four did you say four syllable words. So like you said four syllable. What did you say? Four what? Four syllables? What did you think I said? <laughs> I think you said four he's doing I think you said he's doing <laughs> You broke Lori. <laughs> Sorry, that's yep, yep. That's, that's a laugh cough. That's what I yeah. said. It's not it's not a it's not a big C cough, sure. it's a laugh cough. He wants to know why you dumped him. Yeah, he sounds like a keeper. Why'd you dump him? Okay, why well, dump him? Because I told you he's not. He makes a great boyfriend. Not marriageable and ambitious. I want somebody that I can take home to mom and dad. Said, "Hey, mom and dad, this is somebody who's close to my age, who actually has a day job, who's making a little bit, you know, who's making a little bit more than than me." Um, I think that's the bare the bare minimum. Also, oh yeah, a college degree. Um, because you know we're like, you know, I'm I'm Asian like. College is an agent thing, so um, yeah. So I want somebody who's like, um, not a pothead, has a college degree, and makes more money than me. Not not him. I'm not looking for a rich guy. I'm just looking somebody in in my league that I can so take you're home. You're not looking for marriage material. I'm looking for somebody who's marriage. I'm looking for somebody who's like in my league, who's like just makes a little bit more than me. Like who makes more than me, a little bit more. Not not necessarily a rich guy, but you know more than me, and um, just um, yeah, that's what, and that's who I'm looking for. Also, um, I do have a racial preference, so mm, sorry, white Pot- guys. Potential marriage. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Also, Pot- what is Asian as a college? College is an Asian thing. What okay. is your pref? You don't want to date. Any more white guys? Is that I do want to. I do want to date a white a white guy, but I want like a. I, I'm sure next door or here in New York City. I'm pretty sure that 
white guys who are in my age, who are close to my age, um, who have a college degree, who are single or, or divorced or widowed and are heterosexual, I'm sure they do exist. That's not a figment of my imagination. And yeah, that's cis guys um, in my age group exist. So that's all I'm asking. So wait, your age, Caucasian male, hetero, unmarried. Yeah. Could be widowed, could be divorced. Oh, I know like people, guys my age, a lot of them have kids. So like, yeah, I feel, okay, kids are okay. But I realize as a kid's like a teenager, like there's going to be, I'm obviously not going to be like a substitute mom. But if the kid's like under 10, it's like, okay, hmm, well, I have certain ideas of how a kid should be raised. Um, I know I've never been a mom. I've never dated anybody with a kid. I'm just being realistically open-minded because, you know, when you get to a certain age, then, you know, a lot of people have kids. So I had to, like, be, like, flexible and just, you know, if you guys, if you have a kid, it's like, okay, um, it's like having a pet, you know? No, it's not. <laughs> Pets are amazing. Yeah, but like, um, when's the last time you sent Trixie to college? Exactly. It's not like having a pet at all. Yeah, but like, see, I have certain ideas of like, okay, when the kid is 12, you know, 13, it's okay, what, that's when he should, should start training for the eight, to all those major exams and, you know, and stuff like that. And then when the kid's like 15 and 16, the kid, is, okay, you're definitely going to, you know, start the volunteer your first volunteer job so you could start building up your resume and then and the kid will go to like um depending on the you know community college or trade school or four year college because just having high school these days I don't you can't just have high school cuz like um there's a lot of competition you know so we just need a leg up uh that's and so between twelve years to twenty five is like trading your kid for you know your your adult in training your teenager is your is an adult in training so you know between twelve to twenty five you are training your adult in training and then hopefully um, when the kid's twenty five that cross your fingers that you did a good job and and the kid's on his or her own although. Realistically, unfortunately, a lot of times, a lot of people who are like in their like late twenties, mid twenties, early thirties, they're still kind of effed up. But like, <laughs> um, but you're supposed to be like, you know, that's to be completely independent by the time they're twenty five. Oh, so, so yeah, just I have certain ideas, you know, and also like, you know, when I'm with my extended family, my, my cousins and my sister, you know, they talk. They have like a lot of my cousins have kids and. The kids are in their teens, and so they're still like pressing them, like, "Oh, you got, you're going to go to like the right school, the right college, blah, blah blah." And I'm, and I keep my mouth shut, you know, because I tend to be a little timid, and it's just like I'm listening to all them get pressure on their kids. I'm like, "Why? Why repeating this?" Because like growing up wasn't that fun. And it's like, "Oh, that pressure, you know, to go to a good school and blah blah blah." And now, now that you know me and my cousins were of, of that mom of teenager generation and they're, you know, they're all cracking their whips on their kids saying like, oh, 
you know, study, study, study. You got to go to the right school. And like, you know, it's like, is it all that? You know, I'm just wondering because I what I mean is that I feel that you definitely need some kind of like trade school or college or community college. But they're like, you know, you got to get the like the best school and go to the best school and the whole high pressure thing. And I'm just wondering, why do we still this new generation, why repeating the old generation, what, how we've been trained, and why do we have to still do that same poop? But, you know, it's hard to undo, like, family patterns. Very hard. You know. How long do you have to be dating a person before their children are your problem? Oh, that's a good question. Have I thought about it? No. Um, this is not well planned. <laughs> this is not well planned. Um, I'm just, as I said, I've never dated... No, actually, that um, okay. When I was in my thirties, that um, that friends with benefit guy, who I thought, you know, the first initially I thought it was a boyfriend, but then I, after like some time, realized no, it's a friends with benefit relationship. He did have an adult child who I've never met, but because she was an adult child and there was no custody, I think the, the wife had custody, so he was not directly involved in raising her. So I don't know. So that. I don't know if that counts. Hello? I think that was live. I don't think so. I think it was played. What was? Was it well played? No. That's Considering some... that I don't have any instruments on hand, that uh, was a video off. Of uh, good uh, guess. You started to make me tear, but now, but the thing is, there's no tissue paper here, and like <laughs> my natural intention is to wipe my eyes with my. Um, fingers, but because we're trying to avoid the, the big C, and I don't want to like it, it's like, oh, now I'm going to like you know. If I start to like wipe my eyes, then it's like, oh, I'm going to like you know. Then then my my eye goop will be on my fingers, and oh, thank you, there's a three foot tower. Oh, I got to dab my eyes because I gotta be hygienic. That reminds me, I gotta buy tissues that I can take to work. So now I have a box of tissues at work. There's a good reminder. Yes, thank you for reminding me. Two birds, one stone. What? What do you? uh, 
I said kill two birds with one stone. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. So I'm wearing headphones. Um, and you know how I, um, it's hard for me to, like, you know, I'm not deaf. It's just like I have always a lot of wax in my ear or something like that. So I, my hearing's not the most, I don't have, like, the best hearing. So, um, well, you were rocking back and forth. You loved it, it looked like it was good. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was like, like little tears in my eyes. Seven <laughs> coronavirus tears. No, I don't have coronavirus. Oh, you, <laughs> you better <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like against the, the fucking but, rules. But you know what? <clears throat> um, as I said, you know, there was somebody in the main DOT building on 55 Water Street who has coronavirus. Also, um, my cousin Donna. I'm going to redirect you from the coronavirus. <laughs> and let's get back to this caller. A <laughs> couple more minutes. If you'd like to state your purpose, caller. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, that was... Uh... Uh, an apology song. Uh, by the way, I wasn't uh, fired for being a pothead, <laughs> which is funny conjecture. At least it was released as conjecture. I was uh, fired because the boss was a narcissistic asshole who fired everybody one by one for not meeting his perfect terms. Oh, my friend, my friend got fired. That wasn't even a pothead. He got fired shortly after I did. Was it for smelling like pot? <laughs> from hanging out with you. No, nope. <laughs> nope. he just found it, found some, he, he wasn't even given a reason. He just said, we're letting you go. Wow. He was telling me the other day, as a matter of fact, about that. The the, the boss was this guy named Scott, this bald, uh, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of our assistant manager with the bald dude. It was this dude named Scott that was like uh, this older Jewish guy. Uh, I used to, people actually liked me in there. I used to play cool music in there, but I don't know. You could be right, maybe. About wait, wait, so experience. you still don't know why you were fired? Yeah, what do you say? Official? Um, no, I know why I was fired. I missed it. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I missed coming in by like an hour. Uh, and had Hothead. nothing to do. It <laughs> had nothing to do with weed. No, it had nothing to do with weed. As a matter of fact, I was drinking too much when I was working there, but it didn't <laughs> really have to do with that. Why were you an hour yeah, late for work? Huh? Why were you an hour late for work? Because I overslept. I fucking fucked up my alarm clock and I overslept. So uh, they found that excuse to fire me just because the boss didn't. That's like that's me, a lame. That's he, a lame he, excuse. He, I mean, like I've that, I've been like even though I'm not supposed to be late, I have been late to like different jobs, um, but somehow I managed to be to survive. Um, although I think that. Was like when I worked for the bookstore. I worked for the bookstore for nine years, and then, like, the year that it went out of business, um, then they got more strict as to like excuses. <laughs> hey, what are we? What's playing? What's playing? You've been listening hey, to Dunson. You can catch me here at seven o'clock. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day.